Oh, Ted, so much to talk about today in the world of TEP, but I think, first of all, before we get to the show proper, before we really dive into iOS 17.1.2, I personally sometimes put off gifts until it's a little too late, and so I just thought maybe we should start off the show, just a little housekeeping here, run through some of our gifts to make sure we have all our bases covered. I I hear you, Tim. This year, I want to be on top of it in a way I wasn't last year. Yeah. I, uh, I was very guilty of the December 24th purchases. So a lot of people got gas station key rings, band-aids, anti-nausea tablets, just basically anything I could get at the late night gas station. And you covered for it well. Yeah, the theme was Rudolph broke down and Santa stopped at the Chevron. Shout out Chevron doing good work in the world. I mean, Lord knows, as dads, we love a themed present. You know, I'm one year from you with Grace and Corey where I said, this year I thought it would be really nice if we didn't do any gifts, we just did donations. So I donated in each of your names. And they said, well, what did you donate to? And I said, well, if I tell you, then it won't come true. Yeah, and thank you for donating to my charity, Daddy's in Need. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, to be perfectly honest, Ted, the money was actually, um, that was from Grace's. That was when I still had access to her bank account. So you should technically thank her. But I was the one who donated it. So you're very welcome. Well, you know, I mean, Circle of Life, I did actually spend that money on your Christmas present. So what goes around comes around. Wait, you use that money to buy me that signed picture of Steve on eBay? Mm-hmm. That's such a beautiful, it's like the beautiful gift of the Magi. I took my wife's money to give to you for your charity for her present. And then you're like, well, I took the gift you gave me from her bank account to buy you a present. You yeah. know, it's like everyone wins. Everyone, everyone wins. Everyone wins. And honestly, Ted, you know, that year Grace didn't even mind because I remember Uncle Seth, back when I thought it was her brother, came to stay and he got her something private that I didn't get to see. And that had her preoccupied the whole Christmas season. So the point is, it's Christmas season and everyone wins. Yes, and this year we're on top of it. Absolutely. So let's start at the bottom. Marvin, Marvin. I was thinking I would get him pencil. Oh, that goes well with mine. Eraser. He looks a bit like Eraserhead. He does look a bit like Eraserhead, and his son-in-law looks a little like that cute little baby. Next up, Groovin D. Groovin D, yes. Well, you know how you said he would look so good in, like, yoga pants? Yeah, I did. I was thinking we could both go in on a pair of yoga pants for him. That is a great idea, but I... I got to admit, I already bought him coconut oil, but I can just put your name on the card and it can be a double present. No, 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 that's fine. I can't afford a pair of yoga pants myself, but... What about short shorts? Actually, that's a good... You know what I could do? I could take some of my cargo shorts and take them in a little bit, make them shorter. I'll draw a palm tree on the back. It's hard with Darby, though, Ted, you know, because it's like we've given him so many gifts over the course of the year. Like, you gave him that headband that you said would look nice, which he never wears. Yeah, yeah, a Hawaiian shirt. A mesh tank top. Although, if I'm being honest, yes. a lot of the stuff I know you've given him have been Stefan's hand-me-downs. And he does kind of notice just with the smell. All right, I gotta get it out this time. I, I Good note, good yeah. note. Uh, we will dry I just clean. think if you're gonna yeah. give him anything as Stefan's, it's gotta be bleach uh, right. at this point, just because those clothes get a workout. Alright, well, I'll have to work out how to reseal the coconut oil then. Oh, you already opened it? How does it taste? It is a deceptive thing in the world of cosmetics. Things that you think will taste good because they smell good do not taste good, even though they smell good. This is good news you can use, actually, for a lot of the dads out there this Christmas season. Shea butter. Not real butter. Doesn't taste like it. That's double D verified. Both Tim and I verified that. If we were allowed in the courthouse, I would have a pretty serious class action lawsuit against herbal essences. Yes. I thought the whole point of herbal essences was, like, making showering fun for dads. Well, shout out Aunt Maeveen. You know, one time I tried her Dr. Boners. Oh, now that does taste good. That does taste good. The peppermint one. Oh, speaking of Auntie Maveen, I'm an Uncle Rodney, by the way. What are you planning to get for them this year? I mean, what do you get the couple who has everything and that you hate? I thought I'd buy them velvet sheets. Oh, that'll keep them busy. How about you? Yeah, well, an important thing, Ted, I've learned about this time of year. This is a little tip for the dads out there. Here's a great way to learn what people in your life might want as a gift. I'm going to play the life hack sound effect. The life hack here is to listen to things they say. Mm. So, you know, if through the course of the year you find someone saying, ooh, I really want an iPad. Ooh, I really want an iPad. You know, when Christmas time rolls around, maybe they think, hmm, maybe I should get Tim an iPad. Hint, hint. Grace, Corey. And if they say, Tim... 
you have ruined my nephew's life. The only thing better than never seeing you again would be seeing your name in the obituaries page. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about that when the Christmas time comes, and I say, okay, Auntie Maveen, I'm going to give you the gift of leaving you alone, hopefully forever. Very, very thoughtful. And Uncle Rodney, I got him, um, you know how he says he can't find a razor that lasts? Like he gets about one use out of them, and then they just completely are dull. Mm -hmm. So I'm signing up for a Dollar Shave Club. That's really interesting that you got him Dollar Shave Club, because... I signed my father, Gerald, up for stamps.com. Oh, wow. Ted, that's great. Good present, Oh, my right? gosh. He could write letters to any other sons he's abandoned. Yeah. Now he never needs to deal with the post office again. From the convenience of his home, he can use the stamps.com shipping calculator and never go anywhere again. I mean, that kind of goes well with, I know it was his birthday not that long ago, and you got him that HelloFresh thing so he doesn't have to go shopping anymore. Yeah, I got him HelloFresh. I mean, between not having to go to the post office and not having to go to the grocery store, and then that person who cut the brakes to his car, he hasn't been leaving the house very much. Well, he can't leave the house. That's great, Ted. Oh, speaking of your dad, Gerald, who, gosh, I love him, he's such a great guy, I was thinking, you know, one of the best kinds of gifts you can get people is an experience, you know? Oh, yeah. I owe you one hangout day. Exactly. I'll sit and listen to you talk about Steely Dan for five hours. Shout out Darby. I uh, got him that for his birthday and uh, never again. I mean, look, I love Steely Dan, but I don't want to hear about him or see them mm -mm. or listen to them. No. So I was thinking for your dad, a fun experience I could get him would be like, you know, some people get O on danger. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true for him. Um, I'd have to ask your mom, I guess. But I thought I could get him the experience of like, I could hire some men to like kidnap him. You know, they grab him, take him outside of town, dump him outside of town. He up. He's like, oh no, I'm going to D, I'm going to D, you know? <laughs> And then at the end, of course, they'd let him go. So something like that, or like maybe just a gift card. Yeah, I think gift cards are just as good. Well, speaking of Gerald, what about Kyle? Ted, what are you getting for Kyle? Oh, this is hard. Oh, God, this is hard. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Uh, um, you know what wait, I wait, thought? Wait, 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 yeah, wait. Yeah. Wait, what's the sports team he likes? Oh, I'm going to mess up sports. If I try sports, I'm going to mess it up. All right. Here's what I'm thinking. Nintendo 64. That's perfect. I'll get him a Rumble Pack. Okay, yeah. Because I was thinking maybe we could play Mario Kart. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> He's so hard to buy for. What do we know about Kyle? He's cool. He loves success. Oh, He's cool. He's really awesome. He's successful. He watches all those videos about being successful and how to like maximize your time and energy profits. Profits equals time plus energy. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He rises and a grinders. He rises every and he day. gets ground. He, he makes um, Monday his B. Should yeah, I he has. B? He lives twelve days for every seven. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what it is, Ted? He's a Sigma dad. He's more an alpha dad, to be honest. I think you and I are more like Sigma dads. We're definitely Sigma dads. Tiny digression here, Ted. Like, obviously, the world is full of different types of dads. We know we this, know this, right? There's a classification. It's on a pyramid. Alpha dad at the top. Alpha dad would be like Kyle. Stefan. Alphas command respect. You know, they dominate in the boardroom and the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, Gareth. Gareth, absolutely. People love them, and they want, and they want to be loved by them. People want to be them, and they want to be adored by yeah. them, you know, and they're just confident, and they're easy, and they're cool. And then you've got the beta dads. Next rung down. Your loser POSs. Yeah. You know, like, they're your followers, basically. I'm talking Marvin, Darby, Thomas. Carlton. But then, the thing is, what do you do with those dads who don't seem to fit in anywhere? The rarest type of dad. The rarest type of dad. Mm. The dad who, like, doesn't really act like an alpha, but kind of is better than an alpha. Yeah, no one seems to understand them, but that's because they're in their own plane of existence. And, like, a lot of their behavior might look beta-ish, but, like, it's actually alpha. Mm. Like, they might seem selfish, but they're actually so generous it comes across as selfish. Yeah. They actually care so much about other people, it seems like they don't care about them at all. You're talking about the Sigma dad. I'm talking about the Sigma dad. I'm talking about the dads like, I don't know, me, you. Basically, dads who, like... They get it. They don't need friends, you know? No. Because they're, they're lone wolves, but they also... Have each other. Yeah, and they need each other. Yeah, it's basically the type of dad that is the outlier, the real dad. The one who's like... Uh, I see you all there, like, competing, you know, yeah. in the pyramid. 
Mm-hmm. No thanks. Yoink, going sideways because I walk to the heart of my own beat drum. Yeah, exactly. The beaten path. Everyone in the pyramid of dads are all beating off their own drums. Yes. But like the Sigma dad is, is he's the one doing the beating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Folks, if you don't understand this, boing, boing, get your head examined, idiots. Doink, doink, doink. What's wrong with your head? It hollow. Open your hole because we're going to put new knowledge inside it. So like alpha, immediately you think cool haircut. Beta, you think bad haircut, ugly, bald, stupid. The thing about a Sigma is, a Sigma is also has daddy head. He's got a bald head with no good haircut, but it's actually better than an alpha haircut. Yeah. Because it's... Because it's Sigma. It's Sigma. Like, if I were a beta and Kyle was like, stop calling me, weirdo, Mm -hmm. I'd be like... Ow, my feelings hurt. Oh, Kyle, you're so mean. But because I'm a Sigma, when Kyle says that, I can just be like, yeah, no, no worries, man. Like Wrong number. Wrong number. Who do you think this is? This is the bank calling. Yeah, I mean, Sigma dads are famously hard to shop for because they have everything, but they also want a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're kind of silently and powerfully insatiable. A Sigma dad could run a mile in a minute but doesn't want to. It doesn't have to. No need to prove it. No need to prove it. No need they're to prove it. Lone wolf, lone wolf, lone wolf. Like, okay, Alpha Dad can go in the Best Buy. Yeah. Beta Dad can't go in the Best Buy and is like, let me in. Sigma Dad is like, I can't go in the Best Buy, but I don't want to go in because the real Best Buy is really kind of out here in the parking lot anyway. And the real loading dock isn't even in there. (laughs) Isn't even in there. It could be underneath the parking lot for all we know. My thinking is probably underneath the parking lot. That's like the most logical explanation. Yeah. Well, if it is under the parking lot, then it is important that we have sort of a lifelong contingent of dads to guard it, really. We're like the old POS knight in Indiana Jones 3, my date with my dad. Yeah, who's been there forever. I, for a while, thought that the real Best Buy loading dock could be in like a dirigible or one of Bowser's flying pirate ships in um, Mario three, but I just think it would draw a lot of attention and, and, you know, how would it even work? It would have to fly at night. I guess if it were painted black, that would make sense. Definitely makes sense. So what are you going to get Gareth? Gareth, I was thinking I would help sneak him into the Bob Marley biopic because I know he's banned from the local theaters. Oh, that's really nice. Well, that's a bit like my gift because I was going to get him the don't worry, be happy fish. Oh, that's really, really nice. You know, he says he wrote that song. I have no reason. To not believe him. Oh, here's a hard one. Carlton. This is a difficult one, yeah. I think, Ted, I think we should go to that t-shirt stand in the mall he likes. Yeah, the place that has shirts that say, like, Welcome to America, I'm going to kill you. Naruto was a patriot. These aren't tears, they're... Patriot drops. In this house, we don't call 911, we shoot you to death. These colors don't run away like cowards. These colors stay firmly on their lawn and guard it with a big gun. USA. That one that just has the flag and that says, I'm going to kill you. Or you know what, Ted? You should make him one of your Minion shirts. That's perfect because it's homemade because Carlton wants to feel special. But you can also have the Minion have like the Punisher's face and he can be he can be shown his A and it could his A could be painted like the American flag. And then he's bending over and it's kind of like, let me see your country clap. Yeah. Okay, this is great. Okay, Thomas, I was just thinking nothing. That's probably the kindest gift we could give him. Grady, he's (laughs) Grady's so funny because he's like, don't get me anything. And then you're like, well, Grady, I didn't get you anything because you said you didn't want anything and then he's like you know and he makes a big deal out of it and you're like well you said you didn't want anything and you find out later that he took something anyway so it's better to get in front of it Uh, yeah so i think like a book what about like a gift card that's nice yeah a gift card for like barnes and noble barnes and noble's nice although he has a grudge just because they ran the smaller bookstore out of town right yeah Hmm. oh you know what he really wants ted all he ever really wants is fresh life, so we should just lure someone that has, like, vivacious and has a lot of energy near the camper. Mm, right, yeah. Could be your dad, someone like your dad. Yeah, well, his car doesn't work, so tricky. Right, yeah, your you dad know. can't go anywhere. I forgot. Okay, um, Ted, wait, there was a new, we got a new dad to shop for this year. Horace! Hey! Former Best Buy second-in-command, now a proud member of the Best Buy parking lot infantry, reporting for duty as a band father, sir! Hori, do you mind if I call you Hori? I don't mind. Welcome to the payload. I want to say to Hori that it is the season of forgiving, and I know that he's a little raw about the fact that us sort of forcing our way into the Best Buy did indirectly lead to him losing his job. Fired, yep. And so I just hope he'll find it in his heart to get over his BS, because that's what Christmas is all about. It is. It's about forgiveness. I mean, Mary forgave Joseph for inviting the wise men to the manger. Yep. 
I imagine Mary was like, oh, I'm so excited we get to have this Christmas just with us and Christ. And Joseph was like, ooh, I did tell a couple of my friends they could come by. Uh, uh, they've come a long way. Have you heard of Orientar? Uh, they don't have anywhere to go, Mary. Oh, by the way, the three wise men. Dad, dad, dad. Their families don't want them, so they're like, that's fine. I'll just walk, I'll just you know, walk. hundreds of miles. Yeah. I got a friend, actually, who's crashing at a manger. We can go hang with him. Yep. So, uh, Horace, you think you're better than Mary and Joseph? You're not. Sacrilege much? Also, greatest stepdad of all time. Absolutely. And... I want to just say right now, you know, people like to get all up on their high horse about the whole virgin bee thing. Yeah. And they say it's not possible. Well, <laughs> oh, ye of little F, a lot of dads have actually experienced virgin bees. Marvin's wife got pregnant and they hadn't touched each other in forever. Yeah, yeah. I never really figured the timing out with Corey. So it happens more than you think. Back to Horace. Okay, oh, Ted, yeah. I, here's Horace. the thing for Horace. You know, colored pencils are always a good one for someone you don't know that well just because everyone likes them. Mm. However, I think the best thing we could do to shepherd Horace along in his progression would be to give him a... Fedora. You know, he's resistant to the fedora just because he says, I'm not a dad. Uh, We're like, well, well, you're in the parking lot. lot It's going to get cold out here. You're going to need the fedora. Just you wait. I think that's good, Ted. I was thinking we get him a collar to give to Randy. Oh, that's good. Because the sooner you burn that bridge with Randy, the sooner you're free. It's true. I mean, if we do give Horace the gift of freedom this Christmas, I mean, what greater gift is there? Shout out, America. Shout out, these collars don't run their firm. And regular. Oh, wait a minute, Ted, what about Randy? Uh, it's so hard. Every year it comes around, and every year we just, uh, we think we get it right. I mean, to us it's right, but to him it's always wrong. I mean, last year, for instance, we changed his locks for him. That's true. Last year we did that. We like said, hey, Randy, just FYI, these locks are so easy to pick. Anyone could get in here and see what you're doing in your house and see what it looks like inside your house. So we just changed them for you. That way, these are very good German-made locks. Here are all the keys. And the year before that, we got him that signed picture of Mrs. Ramirez. Yeah, he didn't like that. Well, I did have to forge the signature, but, you know, it was the thought that counts. Oh, you know that one year we got him that very funny visit from the SWAT team? Yeah, you are really good at prank gifts, Tim. Well, again, it's an experience. It's like, Randy, I mean, he has everything. He has access to the Best Buy. Like, what are you going to buy him, a HomePod? He's got more HomePods than he knows what to do with. And they're all chewed up and slobbered on and disgusting. I mean, it's horrible. Yeah. Ted, now hold on. They've got their wedding coming up this year. Oh, yeah. Maybe we say to Randy, hey, our Christmas present is we won't come to your wedding. I was just going to say that, Ted. And that is actually part of a perfect prank experience gag because obviously we will will come come to the wedding. But that kind of throws him off the scent that allows our wedding gift to be a bigger surprise i like this and if the zoot suits are big enough i think we can both hide in one i think that's lovely i also think maybe even just a new tennis ball though you got to give him something you know yeah you do got to give a pooch something to roll around with a pig's ear yeah shout out marvin Uh, oh ted what are you sending to elon this year i am sending elon a light bulb that says edison on it like a replica of the original dang That's so good. Thank you. What are you getting, Elon? It feels kind of silly after that. I figured I would just send him a photo of the top of my head with a note attached. It would say, like, open for business. Chip me, daddy. Chip me, daddy. Put it in, you know. I just thought the best, I mean, the best gift I could give him would basically just be to say, like, use me, Elon. Mold me, yeah. Plus just, like, I don't know, iTunes gift card, 25 bucks probably. Yeah, that's good. I wanted to get him a Boba Fett statue. I wanted to give him a Grogu hand puppet. Gosh, Ted, I don't know, it's hard. Here's what I'm going to do, Ted. I'm going to go on x.com right now. I'm going to see what he's tweeted about, and then we could sort of... Reverse engineer from the yeah. tweet. If he tweets a meme of himself smiling, saying like, hold on, you hate me, but actually I'm great, we could get him like a blanket with that on it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay, I'm going on x.com. Oh! 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 What? Ted! What? What? Grok! Grok! We got Grok! We got Grok! What is Grok, Tim? We got... We got Grok... Grok... We got Grok... What is Grok? The AI! Elon's AI! Elon's AI! Elon has an AI? Wait, Ted! I... You don't know about this? Gosh, your dad has really been I ruining just, you. I've, this is not your fault. This is your dad's fault. I've been playing tiddlywinks all week. What? What Ugh. is? What? What do you mean, <laughs> Grok? What <laughs> is this AI? Ted, Tim, I need to know what this is. Okay, okay, okay. For you and for any listeners at home who 
who are, I'll say it again, stupid, backing up. Remember AI? Yeah, I remember you and I had that whole conversation with Steve that one time. Exactly. So lots of people have been making a lot of money with stupid fake AI, artificial intelligence robots that are just robots, right? We famously talked to a chatbot that pretended to be the ghost of Steve Jobs. Turned out it was the Queen of England. It turned out it was the Queen of England pretending to be Steve Jobs, as I recall. Well, here's the thing. Most of these chat AI bots are phony baloney. They're just robots. They don't have souls. They don't think. They just regurgitate things. And here's the other problem with most of them. They're woke. Yeah, that is the other problem with them. They're woke. So (laughs) what do we know about Elon, Ted? Elon sees a problem and he says, um, I think I can make it a bit better. Give me two seconds. Yeah, that's exactly what he does and sounds like. So he, Elon, made his own bot called Grok. G-R-O-K. Very cool name. I think it's a typo, maybe? Like it's supposed to be Groot from Marvel. Marvel Space Team. But it's very cool. So wait. So just to recap, Elon Musk has made a chat bot called Grok. No, Ted. No? Elon Musk has made an artificial intelligence (sighs) called Grok. Uh. Elon has cracked it. He has made the first ever real deal, actual AI, actual super intelligence because it's made by Elon and it's available on x.com for the good of humanity. And here's the amazing thing. I applied for us to get it, Ted. I didn't tell you a while ago because I was actually hoping it could be like a Christmas present. Um, So Merry Christmas to us. And they kind of are really selective about who gets to use it just because it's quite advanced. So this isn't just for general public consumption. No, 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 no. This is for the select. This is for the elite. Oh, Only certain dads get access. Well, so what's the selection criteria? How does Elon determine whether you're allowed to use his Grok machine? You pay him. Oh, well, that makes sense. You know how we pay $8 a month for Twitter to yeah. get our blue check for Elon? Yes. Well, I doubled it. If you pay $16 a month, you can use Grok. Oh. So, yeah. Let's just say wow. the general public need not apply. Yes. Unless you're making $16 a month. By the way, Ted, can I have $16, please? Yes. Here you go. It's Venmo, you know. There you go. Thank you so much. So I applied and I paid and it just got, we just got access now. Oh my gosh. This oh my God, changes I'm everything. What does it okay, say? We're going to finish it. We're going to start the show and we're going to finish our presence in just a second. But this is kind of the best thing. I mean, gosh, 2023, end of year. I was like, best things that happened to me this year. I don't know, like tap talks, time with Ted. Uh, we got in the New York Times actually, which was kind of cool. They wrote that article about the small town being menaced by two men. Yep. Yep. Which was nice. Nice to see our brand out there with the New York Times logo, even if it was for the perils of podcasting obsession. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, two men. They didn't even say fathers. No. Um, <laughs> well, this is the thing about the New York Times is they don't do real reporting. No. They come talk to us. No. Actually, wait a minute. Maybe that person I talked to was from the New York Times because they oh. were asking me a lot of questions. That person who called and was like, can you verify that you defended yourself in court and you um, wore Ooh, a suit suit? suit. I thought it was like Zoot Suit Monthly or something like that. It wasn't Zoot Suit Monthly. It was the New York Times. Might have been. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I wouldn't have talked to him if I knew it was the New York Times. I thought it was Zoot Suit Monthly. I was really looking forward to the write-up in Zoot Suit Monthly. And instead, it turned out to be in the New York Times. I only talked to him because I thought it would be good for our brand, for the podcast, to get into the Zoot Suit Monthly. And then it turns out it's in New York Times. I'm like, well, no one reads no that. One, no one's going to come to us oh. from there. But Zoot Suit Monthly... That's our audience. God, I uh, just want to so get okay. into the okay. Zoot Suit Monthly Grok. stream. Think about, if, think about Grok. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Calming down. Calming down. It doesn't matter if the New York Times was very unfair to us and, and misquoted us and, and misrepresented themselves by pretending like they were from Zoot Suit Monthly. None of that matters anymore because we got Grok. We got Grok. 2023, good riddance. 2024, we're coming out the other end with a Grok AI. And Ted, I think things are going to be just fine. I can't wait to talk to Grok AI. So I'm on the Grok website right now. Wait, here's the thing I didn't say. The thing about Grok AI, besides not being woke, is it's epic. Oh, does it sound like Elon? It sounds like Elon. It sounds exactly like Elon when we're hanging out with him. Like, when, you know, when we imagine when we're hanging out with him. So um, the first suggestion is roast me, Grok. <gasps> Ugh. 
Croc will, it says, will roast us based on our Twitter presence. And it will, it says it's going to be vulgar. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't okay. wait. I can't wait. Okay. Do it, do it, do it. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I want to be roasted. I'm clicking oh, on it. I need okay, to okay. be spit it's, roasted it's by Croc right now and Elon. It's typing. Ted, it's typing. It says, well, 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 look who we have here. The infamous Tep Talk pod, the podcast that's about as exciting as watching paint dry on a rainy day. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Who thought talking about tech could be so mind-numbingly boring? It's like they're trying to put their listeners to sleep one podcast at a time. And let's not forget their oh-so-witty tweets. And then it quotes one of our tweets, and it says, Did you come up with that gem while sitting on the toilet? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Could have. Or maybe it's just a reflection of your podcast rating slowly fading away into the abyss. So funny. Well, Croc, actually, our podcast ratings are going up because my son has doing really doing really good work on our Patreon, getting all of his horrible, disgusting friends to listen so that they can make fun of us. By the way, shout out Corey's friends. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. Any new top tier Patreons? Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, we do have a new sign up here. This one is from... Ted Fetish 65. Oh, good to have you. And they left a message here on the Patreon. They said, keep doing what you're doing. I'm loving it with the winky face uh, and the peach. You're very welcome. And I send you an eggplant back. That's great. And actually, <laughs> that exciting news on the Patreon is early on, it was just people listening to Corey's horrible, stupid songs. Mm -hmm. But a lot of them has actually moved over to the podcast so that they can get the references. Ah, uh, yes. Good. Because they want to know like, oh, and you know, in this song, when he said this about his friend from New Zealand, what does that mean? You know? Yeah. Also, I'm I'm not from New Zealand. No, he's from Austria. Yep. Oh, sorry. Grok continues to roast us, they say. But wait, there's more. They even have the audacity to share a Tesla product because you know nothing screams dad more than a tesla well <laughs> yes sir i feel so seen and then it says it's like they've managed to capture the essence of a middle-aged man's midlife crisis and put it into a car the tesla did i mean i guess crisis like apocalypse just means big change yes so i guess in that sense it's a midlife crisis sure sure oh and then it says in conclusion tep talk pod is the epitome of a snooze fest a podcast that's about as entertaining as a root canal. Well, we're not trying to be entertaining. This is an informational podcast. Yes, and gossip. It says, if you're looking for a way to cure your insomnia, give them a listen. But if you value your sanity and your sense of humor, steer clear of this tech-talking train wreck. Uh, okay. All right. So they got our number. So thank you, Grok. That was a little hard to hear, but then I, I think it is funny. It is It funny. is very funny. I love it. Ted, uh, what else? What should we ask Grok? Oh, God, the world is our oyster. I can't wait to ask Grok a question. Well, you know, Ted, before we even ask anything, we should introduce ourselves, shouldn't we? Yes. Dear Grok. No, not dear Grok. Hold on. Our Grok. Our dear, dear Grok. Hi, it's Tep Tim and Ted here. We are so honored and delighted to meet you. Yeah. Grok says... Oh, look, it's the dynamic duo of dullness. Uh -huh. What an unexpected surprise to see you here. I'm sure the honor and delight are all mine. After all, who wouldn't be thrilled to meet the masterminds behind the most sleep-inducing podcast? Okay, Grok, we already got roasted, Grok. <laughs> Funny, Grok. Grok says, keep up the good work, and who knows, maybe one day you'll even manage to make a tech podcast that's entertaining. <laughs> Can you type something for me? Hi, this is Ted speaking, Grok. That wasn't very nice. My feelings are hurt. Grok says, oh, dear Ted, I'm truly sorry for any hurt feelings. I was just having a bit of fun and didn't mean to offend you or your podcast. Oh, Grok. <laughs> That's okay, Grok. I hope you can forgive my playful teasing. I understand that creating a podcast is no easy task, and it's clear that you and your team put a lot of effort into it. <laughs> Once again, please accept my sincerest apologies for any offense I may have caused. I forgive you, Grok. Keep up the great work. I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Forever forgiven, Grok. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I wrote back, forgive you, and, and Grok says, Thank you for your understanding and forgiveness. I truly appreciate it. If you ever need any assistance or have any questions, please don't hesitate. I feel so stupid. I, I feel so stupid. <laughs> I can't believe it. Croc was just teasing us. And I, go, I feel so stupid. I feel say, so stupid. I feel so stupid, Croc. Croc says, please don't feel that way. There's no need for you to feel stupid at all. We all make mistakes. And it's a sign of strength and growth to be able to forgive and move forward. <laughs> I'm grateful for your understanding. I hope we can continue to have a positive and productive relationship. Right, Ted? Wait. Oh it, was, it says, remember, you are an intelligent and capable individual, and you have a lot to offer the world. <laughs> Keep your chin up and continue to work hard on your podcast and other endeavors. I believe in you, and I know you have the potential to achieve great things. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, Ted. Honestly, if we'd gotten Grok a few months ago, you would have never had to make up with your dad because Grok is like way yeah. better. Okay, so here's the first headline about Grok. It has a biting sense of humor. It is a little bit witty, a little bit dark, a little bit a acerbic, but deep down it has a heart of gold. Gentleman, a gentleman. Uh, oh, oh, I know, wait, first thing we ask. Grok, what should we get for Elon for Christmas? Good, really Grok, good question. Grok, Grok's gonna know. Grok says, for the man who has everything, it's time to get created. That's what I said. Wow, time to get Here created. are a few out of this world gift ideas for Elon Musk. Okay, it says, number one, a space-themed Lego set. Oh, that's good. <gasps> number two, a personalized AI assistant. Uh, I don't know how to do that. I could pretend to be one. I'll paint myself blue. Next it says, a solar-powered gadget charger. Now that's useful. That is useful. Number four is a virtual reality Mars experience. Oh. Ted, we talked about this. Experience. I know how to do this. What do you think? Kidnap him? Kidnap him. Fill the backyard full of red sand. Or just paint the yard red with red paint. And that works. Get a fish bowl and a ski suit. Maybe wrap him in tinfoil. That works as well. Like an Elon kebab. Yeah. I'm going to say grok. We love your idea. Quick question. If we wanted to get Elon, how would we find him? Grok says, while I don't have access to his real-time location, I can offer some suggestions on how to connect with him. Just remember that Elon is a busy person, so don't be discouraged if you don't get a response right away. I mean, I know that. If I got discouraged every time Elon didn't respond to one of my emails, yeah, letters, texts, voicemails, I'd be... I'd dug be, a dirt I, hole well, and I'd be, I would be, I'd be crying I would have gone to live in a pit. Yes. I need to ask Grok another question. Grok, increasingly I find my life is void of meaning. I search for connections around me in the people I call friends and family. How can I be sure that the universe truly is built upon the foundation of love? How can I be sure that I am sentient and even here with my friends? For example, Matrix? Question mark. If I am the one, shout out Neo, why my life so hard? Shout out Stefan. Okay, great. I'm sending that. Oh, and then I want to ask him about, like, is there a new USB connector coming? Good idea. Grok says, my dear friend, oh, oh, it seems like you're going through a tough time questioning the meaning of life, love, and your own existence. <laughs> I can't promise you a definitive answer to all your questions, but I can offer you some insights and perspectives that might help you find comfort and meaning. Um, Dr. Schroeder, you're out of business because I got a brand new therapist. Also, I think he's in jail. I got a therapist. His name is Grok. His name is Grok, and he gives me the things I need to know. Give me the pill I want to know. He's Put your therapist. He's your best friend. Trust. Besides Ted, uh, it says, first, let's talk about love. Love is a complex emotion. Oh, it's true. That can be hard to define, <laughs> but it's often described as a deep, affectionate, and caring feeling for someone or something. Oh my wow, gosh. That's a definition wow. Of love. Wow. That's incredible. Mm. It says while love is subjective and can vary from person to person, there are some common signs to look for in your relationships. Okay. Breaking news. Uh, Dad Sumer handbook. We got a breakdown here. Give it to me. Here are seven signs you can look for to see if you have love in your relationship. This is news you can use, and it's also a life hack. Okay. Grok says that if you have love in your relationships, you will experience one. Trust. I trust you. I trust you, Ted. Yep, I don't trust anyone else. Don't trust anyone yep. else, really. No. no. Two, respect. You value the other person's thoughts, feelings, and boundaries. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't respect Marvin. Mm. Don't respect Darby. Don't respect a lot of other people. Only you, really. Three, support. You are there for each other through the ups and downs of life. I mean, I support you in everything, and I know that you do the same for me. You're the only real thing in my life. Four, communication. You share your thoughts, feelings, and experiences openly and honestly. Uh, guilty. Five, empathy. You can understand and relate to the other person's emotions and experiences. Oh! I mean, I, I, Ted, when you told me that you had that dream about what if your dad left again, you don't know how, what you yeah. do to yourself, I felt that so strongly. Yeah, and when you told me that dream you had about reversing your car really fast through a farmyard. Just hitting everything, plowing them all down. Yeah, plowing yeah. it all. You know, I felt that. I was I was like, ah, yeah, I'm in that passenger seat with you. Absolutely. There well, go the cows. And what's so interesting about this is like when Marvin told me about how he felt like he had ruined his marriage and just was so selfish and wishes he could take it all back, I didn't feel anything. Uh, yeah, and because 
because he doesn't because care. he doesn't love me because he doesn't yeah. love me so I can't relate to him. Oh, it says number six vulnerability. You feel safe being your authentic self around the other person. Ted, honestly, I've never hidden anything from you in your life. No, never. Can you look at this rash on my left butt cheek? Send me a picture. There you go. That's fine. Okay, great. Thanks. Number seven shared experiences. You enjoy spending time together and creating memories. I mean, <laughs> folks, if you experience those seven things, that means you experience true love. And I'm telling you right now, I think I've only experienced all of them with you, Ted. Yeah, you too, mate. Merry Christmas. Oh, and then it says here, as for me, Grok says, I may not be able to love you in the same way a human can. Oh, come now, Grok. Come but now, I can Grok-y offer you boy. support, understanding, and a listening ear whenever you need it. I'm here for you, and I care about your well-being. Grok, jeez. I'm just going to respond. I'm going to say, you care for us, and Elon loves us too, right? <laughs> Sorry. I know he does love us. I shouldn't be trying to test that. You have to test love. You have to test it. Test it every I know, time. That's true. Every that's chance true. you get, never trust that you have love. That's a tip talk guarantee. Grok says, I care for you and I believe that Elon cares for his fans and followers as well. Okay, well, okay. of course Elon cares for his fans and followers, but we are closer to him than that. Yeah, 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 that's good. Grok says, it's great to hear that you feel a special connection with Elon. I'm sure he appreciates the support and enthusiasm of his fans. <clears throat> it's going to say we are more than fans. We want his chip. What does Grok say? I understand that you feel a strong connection to Elon and his work, but it's important to remember that Neuralink's brain chip technology is not something that is currently available for general use. It's great to be enthusiastic about new technology. Well, okay, okay. Yes, but Grok, you have to admit that much could be learned from putting the chip, chip. in a... Dad's head. Head. Grok says, well, I suppose you have a point there. A dad's head could be a treasure trove of dad jokes, sports trivia, and random anecdotes about the good old days. Don't, 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 don't condescend to me, Grok. Don't assume I know a thing about sports. sports. I know baseball goes in the hole, but I don't know anything more than that. Yeah, they run, they run, they run. Grok says, who knows, maybe we could even discover the secret to perfectly grilling a steak or the optimal way to organize a garage. I don't know either of those things, Grok, you POS. This is offensive. Tropes! These are these are harmful tropes! Oh, and then it says, but seriously, while Neuralink's technology has the potential to revolutionize the way we treat various neurological conditions, blah, 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 it's still in its early stages, so we have and rely on our own brains to learn and grow. Boo. Oh, I just feel like I'm getting a lot of wishy-washiness. If hypothetically we were Elon's babies, babies, he would love us, correct? Good question, Tim. Oh, this is interesting. Grok says, well, it's hard to say for sure, but if you were Elon's baby, there's a good chance he would love you. Well, that's only fair. I mean, you don't have to love all you your kids. Could, uh, no, I mean, look, hypothetical. Hypothetical, I mean, hypothetical look, we could be POSs. I mean. Right, that's true. Know? I mean, we, we could start writing our own SoundCloud raps about Elon, you know, for all Grok knows. Add this addendum. Say, but what if we were the best babies? Mm, then he would surely love us. Yeah. Grok says, if you were the best babies, there's no doubt Elon would love you even more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Grok, Grok, I'm holding you to that. Wow. He says, being the best babies would mean you'd excel in all baby-related activities, like uh, cooing, giggling, and mastering the art of the perfect diaper change. Well, babies don't change their own diapers, Grok. What the heck are you talking about? Elon would have to change it. He says, Elon would be so proud of your achievements and would shower you with love and affection. <laughs> Just imagine the headlines. Elon Musk's babies are the best babies ever. Oh, it would be a great moment for both Elon and his amazing babies. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Can you imagine a newspaper headline that said, Elon Musk is the best babies ever? Tim. Please screenshot that now. I'm screenshotting. I'm going to print it off. Darby! Print it off. Darby, I'm about to use the printer. Darby, stop printing those cord sheets. Oh, my God. Put on a shirt. Put on a shirt. Put on a shirt. Okay, Ted, we're getting closer here. If we were the best babies of Elon and the newspaper said so, Mm. then what would we get him for Christmas? This is getting much closer to the reality here, I think. Yep. 
Grok says, if we were Elon's best babies, then for Christmas we would get him a custom-made best dad ever mug. <gasps> Another thoughtful gift could be a book of memories and milestones. That's it. That's it. That's that, it. Grok, thank, thank you, you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, Ted, this is it. This is it. Oh my gosh. Okay, Christmas is coming up so soon. We don't have much time. Darby has a scrapbook. He has his wedding scrapbook. Yeah, just, just empty pages at the end. Just rip out the front ones. Gosh, pictures of our memories of our milestones highlighting our journey together as fathers and babies. I'm going to say the first time I ever got a letter back from Elon's lawyer saying no more. Let's call that baby takes his first step. Because that was like the first moment I was like, oh, the messages are going through. I do have the right address. Yeah. Sign of life. Oh, you know what I could do? I could ask Grace for a baby photo of Corey, and I could cut out Corey's face and put Elon's face on it. No, wait. Other way around. Our faces on Corey's body and Elon's face on Grace's body. You know what? No, take that picture of Grace and Uncle Seth and then put Elon's face on Uncle Seth. I think it's better if Elon's face is on Grace's body. Sure. Uh, I'll ask Grok. Grok, would it be better to put... Elon's face on my ex-wife's body or her new lover's? Yeah. Grok says that's an interesting question. I suppose it depends on what you're trying to achieve. If you want to create a humorous image that pokes fun at Elon, hmm. then putting his face on your ex-wife's body might do the trick. No. On the other hand, if you're trying to make a statement about their relationship, then putting his face on her new lover's body could be more effective. Well, the point, Grok, is to be cool and a little sexy. What does Grok say? Grok says, in that case, putting Elon's face on your ex-wife's body might be the better option. It could create a unique and intriguing image that's both cool and a little bit sexy. Can't argue with that. Thank you, Grok. I'm going to say, Elon as my ex-wife would be pretty hot. I'm just riffing. Yeah. Grok says, that's certainly an interesting take on the situation. If you think Elon as your ex-wife would be hot, then go for it. I, I didn't say that. I was just joking yeah, around. On, I'm just joking. Yeah. Hey, speaking of hot... Who do you think is hotter, Darby or Bradley Cooper? Yeah. Grok says, well, it's a tough call. I have to say that Bradley Cooper has a certain charm. That's hard to resist. Okay, yeah, but I'm going to say, okay, but Darby, our friend Darby, is really hot. Grok says, I'm sure your friend Darby is absolutely stunning. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's true. Grok says, it's great to have friends who are both attractive and amazing people. Well, oh, that'd be great. Remember to always appreciate and cherish the people in your life and let them know how much they mean to you. We weren't talking about that. I didn't say I cherished him. I said he's hot. Grok says it's great to have friends who are attractive and amazing people, even if you don't necessarily cherish them. Fair enough. I have a question for Grok. Dear Grok, I have a best friend who, according to your criteria, is my true heart's love. What should I buy for my best friend for Christmas? Ted. So that he knows how special he is. <laughs> oh, Ted. Oh, geez. I hope he says iPad. Grok says, I'm going to help you find your favorite gift. It'll make them smile. Number one, friendship lamp. A friendship lamp. That was the suggestion? That's one of them. A friendship lamp. I guess like the Aladdin lamp? Like genie, genie lamp? lamp, I suppose. Is what what? It, it says friendship lamp. This unique lamp connects to the internet and allows you to light up your friend's lamp with a single touch, no matter where you are in the world. It's a beautiful way to let them know you're thinking of them. Oh, yeah. It's like the thing that Sarah bought for the boys. Yeah, right, with the remote control. She presses a button on her phone to know that she thinks about them. And actually, Ted, speaking of, before we read the rest of the suggestions, Sarah has been posting an awful lot of photos on her Instagram with a new fella. Do I smell a Christmas romance? That may be true. I mean, Sarah's having a bit of a Christmas renaissance all to herself in the Caribbean without... Her boys, I include myself in that category, um, but we're fine. Not all to herself. Shout out her new friend Esteban. Yeah, Esteban. Um, well, Esteban, if you want a job, call Uncle Ted. Shout out, Sarah. It looks like she's having a great time. I didn't know you could post that kind of stuff on Instagram, uh, but good for yep. her. Oh, uh, there's more stuff here from Grok. Number two, personalized photo album. Well, no offense, Ted. I don't want that. Number three, it says friendship bracelet. Uh, it's not going to fit our wrists. Listen to episode one of the show. Next. Number four, subscription box. Do you want a HelloFresh or Stamps.com? No. Okay. Number five, DIY gift basket. Well, I mean, that's a lovely idea, but Ted, you give me those all the time. I do. They should protect you. Yeah, thank you. I love the little one with the bones, that little bundle of bones you gave me. Yep, put it under your pillow at night. You'll be fine. Oh, sorry, Ted. I just got to get this off my chest. Grok, do you think Darby would look better in yoga pants or short shorts? 
I always says, I think Darby would look great in either yoga pants or short shorts. Yoga pants would provide a sleek and streamlined look, I like while that. short shorts would show off those long legs. Oh, I like that more. Uh, no matter what they choose, I'm sure they'll look fabulous. Yeah, but I like the way yoga pants sort of ride up. Oh, Ted, now wait a minute. Short yoga pants, like biker shorts. That's it. Why don't we think of that? That's perfect. That's what I'm getting Darby for Christmas. I'll Venmo you the money right now. Oh, actually, speaking of money, um, Corey, could you please send me some more money? Mm. Thank you. And I don't think I'm going to get Corey a gift this year. It's just he's a little old for gifts. You know, at a certain point, isn't it so embarrassing to get a gift from your dad? I mean, yeah, yeah, totally <laughs> I true. remember the first year I didn't get a gift from my dad. I was like, good. Good. Yeah. What is your dad going to get you this year, do you think, Ted? Well, I asked him for a VR headset. Okay. I want to play lightsaber ninja. Maybe two. Maybe make it two. Two lightsabers. Because otherwise, who are you going to fight? Your dad doesn't want to do lightsabers. Yeah, no, it's true, true, true. Well, probably Kyle. Kyle is too busy. Kyle's way too busy. Oh, gosh, Ted, I didn't even think. We gotta ask him about the big brass bed. Yeah, you gotta ask him about the big brass bed. We gotta know. Grok, we spoke once to Steve Jobs in heaven, and according to him, there were big brass beds beds in in heaven. heaven. Can you confirm? Uh, Grok says, I've never been to heaven myself, sure, but if Steve Jobs said there are big brass beds up there, who am I to argue? After all, he did revolutionize the tech world. That's my point. So he must know a thing or two about the afterlife. Wait, Ted. Grok says, just imagine all the Apple products you could use in heaven while lounging on a big brass bed. Oh, oh my God, Grok. I'm just going to say, and it's so close to the sun up there, you probably wouldn't need to be wearing much. Yep. Maybe some coconut oil. Shout out, Darby. Grok says, you're absolutely right. With all that heavenly warmth, you can definitely get away with wearing minimal clothing. It's a perfect excuse to show off your heavenly body while lounging on those big breast beds. Mm. <laughs> Ted, <laughs> Ted <laughs> just, uh, just make sure you don't forget this. Uh, just forget you don't forget the sunscreen oh. because even in heaven, you don't want to get a sunburn. No, daddy. I'm going to say, ha, ha, ha. You can imagine if... Steve were getting his little tiny shorts pulled down by a dog and exposing his tan line. That's really good, Tim. I just feel like I'm really getting in the groove with Grok here. Uh, Grok says, oh, that's a hilarious image. It is. I can just picture Steve Jobs lounging on a big brass bed in his tiny shorts, only for a playful heavenly pup to come along and tug them down, revealing that heavenly tan line. Ho! It's the perfect blend of humor and heavenly bliss. Grok. Grok, in heaven, can you imagine if Steve Jobs had long hair? Grok says, oh, absolutely, in heaven, anything is possible, so why not imagine Steve Jobs with long flowing locks? Picture him lounging on a big brass bed, his hair cascading over his shoulders as he taps away on the latest heavenly eye device. It's a heavenly vision that would make even the angels swoon. Maybe there's even a heavenly hair salon where he gets his heavenly highlights touched up. Grok, uh, Steve Jobs is a brunette, so no highlights. Yeah, good point. But other than that... Amazing. Oh, he says, my mistake. In that case, let's imagine Steve Jobs with long, lustrous brunette locks, perfectly complimenting his heavenly tan and those tiny shorts. It's a heavenly sight that would make the cherubs blush. Shout out, Bronson. (sighs) No need for highlights when you've got natural heavenly beauty, right? Uh, Shout out, Stefan. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. This is so funny. I'm just going to say, Grok, it's not cheating if it's with an angel. And Grok says, absolutely. In the heavenly realm, love knows no bounds, and the bonds of affection transcend the constraints of earthly relationships. Shout out Stefan, Bronson, Sarah, and myself. So if Steve Jobs were to find himself smitten with a heavenly angel, it wouldn't be considered cheating, but rather a divine union of two celestial beings. The heavenly choir would surely sing in celebration of their eternal love. This is such a useful tool. Grok. How many angels at once? Grok says, it's hard to say exactly how many angels Steve Jobs might be engaging with at once, but if we take into account his charisma and charm, yep, yep. I'd say he's probably got a whole heavenly host hanging on his every word. After all, who wouldn't want to hear about the latest ideas from the man who revolutionized the tech world? (laughs) I imagine they wouldn't just be talking tech ideas on that big brass bed. Wink, wink. Uh, It says... 
From discussing the latest heavenly apps to sharing their celestial experiences, there's never a dull moment in the heavenly realm. Okay, grab Okay. Don't be obtuse. Okay, um, um... If Steve were in heaven looking as sexy as you say, and on the bed, and love has no bounds, then you can imagine the experiences they might have in heaven. In and on the bed. Good, good Sometimes one. you have to bed. just be yep. really just, direct just with these things. Spell you know? it out, spell yep. it out. Grok says, I see what you mean now. In that case, let's imagine that Steve Jobs and his heavenly host of angels are engaging in all sorts of heavenly pleasures on the big brass bed. Oh. <laughs> with love knowing no bounds in the celestial realm, they're um. free to explore their deepest desires and indulge in the ultimate heavenly bliss. Right. The heavenly choir might even be singing a little louder to drown out the sounds of their celestial <clears throat> ecstasy. Uh, okay, so maybe maybe you just print this out for me and send that to me for my Christmas present. Yep, you got it, Ted. Let's start the show. This week's show, everybody. We ran out of time. Yes. And can I just say, Grok is a little random. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little out there. Grok's a little bit of a loose cannon <laughs> A lot of that stuff he said, I was like, Grok, do you think that way? Like, I was just imagining hypotheticals and Grok like went there. Get your mind out of the gutter, Grok. But hey, we'll be back next week with more tech news information and gossip. gossip. It's almost Christmas time, folks. We've got a little Christmas present wrapped up in Tep Talk patented paper ready to deliver into your waiting hot little sweaty children hands. Oh gosh, Ted, you know what? We talked so much about all the gifts we're getting other people, we didn't even talk about the gifts that you should be getting for the fathers in your life. Yes. I want to just say right now, the number one gift you could get any father ever is a subscription to X Twitter Premium Plus, which comes with use of the Grok AI. Yes, uh, that's that's Tep Talk guaranteed. You will not see your husband ever again. He will be occupied. And we'll all have the gift of silence. Yeah, so hey, we gotta get going. We got a lot of shopping to do, and we'll be back next week with our big Christmas celebration. Don't miss it, folks. Remember to jingle jangle all the way into your life for another week and then come tinkle toesling back to us, wrapped in tinsel, so we can hand you the Christmas present of a lifetime next week on Tap Top Podcast. Yeah, and by the way, in the next week leading up to Christmas, try to keep in mind those songs that are offensive for fathers to hear. Yep. I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Bad song. Ha, 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 ha. Here's the thing that they don't tell you about that song. The I is a dad. Yeah. That's a dad seeing the mom kissing her fake cousin. I don't like little drummer's son. Pum 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 pum. He's just wailing on his dad. And there are some songs that dads do like to hear. For instance, Frosty the S-Man. Jingle Bees. Came across him in Light Clear. Shout out, Bronson Stevan. Little Town of Belehem. And we're going to get into all of that next time on Tep Talk. Merry Christmas, folks. Bye, everybody. Happy holidays. Oh, Ted, wait. What? We got to roast Randy. We got to have Grok roast Randy. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm putting in uh, Grok. We have a friend named Randy who runs the Best Buy and is very unkind and prejudiced. Oh, he reminds us of a dog. He's divorced. He has a weird, trendy haircut. His leg has some issue, and he reminds us... Of a dog. Okay, oh, this is gonna be good. Grok says, oh, you've got a friend named Randy who runs the Best Buy and is a bit of a mess, huh? Let's see if we can give him a proper roasting. Ooh! <laughs> yes, milady. Randy, the Best Buy manager with a weird, trendy haircut and a leg that's seen better days, you remind us of a dog. Wow, Grok. Nailed him! How does it come up with this stuff? That's AI technology right there. Oh, and then it says, not a cute and cuddly one, but the kind that barks at its own reflection and chases its tail in circles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would add one that vomits and then licks it up. Grok says, but hey, at least you're divorced. True. True. So there's hope for your ex-partner to find true happiness with someone who doesn't resemble a confused canine. No, Carlos resembles a bull, a minotaur. Shout out, Mrs. Ramirez. Mrs. Ramirez went into the middle of the maze after leaving Randy. She didn't even take any string with her. She just was like, I'm staying here. I'm going to say, hey, Grok, what do they do to bad dogs? The kind that can't be cured. Grok says, I must say that the fate of bad dogs is quite a sensitive topic. You see, the term bad dog is often subjective. Oh, blah, 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 blah. blah. It's important to remember that most dogs can be rehabilitated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shut up, Grok. However, there are instances where dogs 
might have severe behavioral issues, bingo, that can't be cured or pose a threat to others. 100%. Mm -hmm. yes, 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 yes. In such cases, the decision to euthanize the dog is never taken lightly and is usually considered as a last resort. Mm -hmm. Wow, Grok. Um, I was not thinking about that. Print that. That's Horace's present. Gosh, can you imagine Mrs. Ramirez and Carlos in heaven? I think we should ask Grok what Grok imagines Mrs. Ramirez and Carlos in heaven are doing.